Broadcasting live from the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio, this is Raider Nation Radio 920. Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. I think this, that somewhere within the first five to ten plays of the game, the other team's quarterback must go down. And he must go down hard. It's Unnecessary Roughness here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Big hole. First down. End zone. Touchdown. Touchdown, Raiders! Would you believe it? This is Unnecessary Roughness on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy, Q. And here we are kicking off hour number three of the show, the final hour of the show this week. Headed into the 4th of July weekend. Again, we're off on Monday to celebrate the 4th with family and friends and get a little R&R before the big-time grind of the football season, both college and NFL Hits a smack in the face because it'll be real quick, fast, and in a hurry. And to help us kick off hour number three of the show, we have Jeff Benson from Circus Sports. You can find Jeff on Twitter at JeffreyBenson12. And, Jeff, thanks so much for your time on this Friday, my man. We do appreciate you. And right now, NBA free agency is hot and heavy. Of course, that's the biggest subject. But in that subject is also Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving, KD. We found out, asked the owner of the Nets for a trade, and now it's – all bets are off. Who knows where he's going to end up. But as far as you're concerned, at Circus Sports, what do the lines look like when it comes to Kevin Durant? Who's the heavy favorite right now to land KD? Yeah, I think uh, obviously, you know, there's been a ton of moves over free agency when you look at the last 24 to 48 hours. And certainly when, you know, you're on Twitter and you hear these, you know, pundits and analysts, you know, all, all these rumor mills that are circulating, uh, obviously uh, that makes the betting public go crazy. And, you know, people are certain. You know, certainly trying to get ahead of these rumors and these news and these trades and things like that and try to get the best of the number when it comes to betting. So, obviously, it looks like, you know, Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant are certainly going to be moving on from the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, the Nets are out to 35-1 to 1 now to win the championship. And uh, it's certainly been rumored, um, you know, that between, you know, possibly the Heat, um, you know, possibly the Suns, uh, you know, maybe the Lakers, that there's a... Uh, you know, those are, you know, going to be three of, you know, maybe some of the top teams that would be really interested in him. Uh, obviously, it, it uh, you know, it's going to boil down to, you know, who presents the best trade package in terms of, you know, a young uh, all-star type player and then obviously, you know, a glut of picks that they can build around. So uh, right now, uh, certainly we had some interest on the Suns in the future pool. Uh, they're down to plus 750 to win the championship. Um, and then the Heat stand uh, at 10 to 1, uh, which is also the same price that we currently have the Lakers. But obviously, NBA free agency, a lot of uh, moves still left. Um, and obviously, things, you know, change very quickly. You know, when you look at the Rudy Gobert news and things like that, uh, the Timberwolves got much better today. And obviously, it looks like the Jazz, uh, you know, are going into rebuilding mode. So odds are constantly changing. Bets, uh, you know, coming in, you know, at all times of the day. Um, as people try to get, you know, ahead of these rumors and try to get the best number, um, you know, with this draft news and the free agency news as, uh, you know, they start to, you know, build their future positions going into the next year. Talking right now with Jeff Benson from Circus Sports here on Unnecessary Roughness, Radio Nation Radio 920. Is there any lines that are out right now for KD and Kyrie playing together just in a different location next year? Yeah, that would definitely be more of an offshore thing, not necessarily a Vegas thing. Okay. Um, you know, I think you've heard a lot of, uh, you know, some of these, you know, Brian Windhorst, who's an NBA insider and, you know, a fantastic reporter in terms of breaking a lot of this news. 
you know, he says, you know, there's a chance that, uh, you know, they could be a package deal. Um, you know, I think, you know, Brooklyn would certainly be looking, you know, to get the most they can possibly for both players. And um, if that's something where, you know, they're able to put them in a package together um, and get back, you know, some young talent and then obviously a glut of picks, you know, that m- may certainly be something that Brooklyn looks to do. I think, um, obviously, you know, with the situation and how it played out last year that, uh, you know, Brooklyn may be looking to, uh, you know, facilitate a KD trade, uh, certainly be- more so before they would be willing to take care of Kyrie from that, from that perspective. Um, but I think, obviously, uh, you know, there's a very good chance that both of those players will be moved. And uh, obviously, once those dominoes fall, uh, I think you'll see some, uh, you know, definite movement here in the future pool uh, with whatever team gets either one of them uh, or if, you know, there's a possible package deal. Uh, I know Windhorse had mentioned, you know, there was a, the, the talk that the Lakers could uh, potentially get both KD and Kyrie. Uh, I don't know, you know, who would be going back and Anthony Davis. Uh, but when you look at both of those guys in KD and Kyrie, uh, if they were to go out to you know the same team or even different teams, you know you're going to have to look at making the salaries match, uh, and obviously having you know those players you know opt in um, and you know sign off on going to those new teams in in those new locations. So certainly a lot of work left to do on the free agency front and the trade front uh, for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, but I think once we uh, you know have that news, I think uh, you'll you'll certainly see a lot of these odds move and shift um, as we you know, figure out you know, which teams are going all in this year and obviously, you know, which teams are looking to go into rebuild mode. All right, Jeff, I got a bit of a two-parter for you. With the surprise number one pick, Paolo Bencaro being the number one pick in the NBA draft, what are the odds looking like for Rookie of the Year? And with Summer League coming up, if someone has a breakout performance in Summer League, does that shift the odds for Rookie of the Year or is it just, hey, no one actually cares about Summer League that much? Yeah, I mean, I would say summer league's kind of more of a niche market. Um, you know, you don't see a ton of recreational play, you know, outside of, you know, maybe some people who are in town, um, you know, to, to view the summer league given that it's in, in Las Vegas. So really the summer league doesn't get a ton of play. Obviously it, uh, you know, gives people, you know, in the betting community a little something different, uh, obviously with, you know, being in the dog days of baseball betting uh, until football starts. Uh, but I would say, you know, performances in the summer league aren't going to do a ton necessarily for the rookie of the year odds. Um, I think when you look at making the rookie of the year numbers um, and, and how summer league is going to contribute to them, really you're looking at, you know, who are some of these top guys? You know, what are the situations they're going into? You know, are they going to be starting? Uh, are they going to be coming off the bench? You know, what's their usage going to be? Things like that. I would say more of those things would be factored into the prices and the numbers uh, that, uh, you know, the odds makers and betters are utilizing, um, as opposed to maybe a, you know, a smaller sample size of, you know, one, two, three games that you see in the summer league. Uh, and then there's also the possibility that, you know, some of these top tier draft picks, um, you know, don't necessarily play a ton of games or get a ton of minutes here in the summer league while they're, uh, you know, getting them ready for training camp, uh, and the start of the season instead. Yeah, there's still moves to be made in free agency from a couple of teams around the league but as of right now what are those championship odds looking like now if someone wanted to place an early bet yeah uh, obviously boston uh, has had a really good free agency period uh looks like they're going to sign Danilo gallinari and then obviously they made a fantastic trade uh today without giving up any of their core pieces uh in getting malcolm brogdon from the pacers uh they're probably going to be the favorite um entering the year 
um, and presumably the best team in the East. Uh, and then obviously when you look out West, uh, you're going to have the Clippers at 7-1. to one. You're going to have the Phoenix Suns, uh, a potential uh, Kevin Durant uh, target uh, at plus 750. Uh, and then obviously uh, you're, you're going to have a lot of interest uh, from the public on the Lakers uh, and then teams such as you know the Nuggets, the Mavericks, um, and, and things like that. So certainly a lot of dominoes left to fall, like I alluded to earlier. Um, but I would say as we enter the season, uh, some of the teams that I just mentioned, both out west uh, and in the east, uh, after the moves they've made early in free agency, those are presumably going to be your favorites for next year. Jeff, how has the lines changed for the Warriors since they won the championship? I mean, I think immediately afterwards they were the favorites to win next season. I didn't believe that, but at least I think that's what it was originally. Where, where is it now? How much has it shifted? Yeah, I mean, obviously the Warriors are going to be 7-1. to That's uh, the current number we have on our board. Uh, obviously, it's very hard to go back-to-back, uh, you know, in the current environment we're in. I think they have a couple of dominoes that are still left to fall uh, in terms of, you know, Jordan Poole uh, and then obviously Andrew Wiggins, who is presumably their second-best player in the NBA Finals. Uh, obviously, it looks like they re-signed Kayvon Looney today. Uh, however, they lost Gary Payton to uh, the Portland Trailblazers. So mm-hmm. looks like they're probably going to bring back uh, the core of their championship team. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, the Clippers are going to be much better this year. You'd, uh, you'd think that uh, the Lakers are going to be much better. And then, obviously, you know, the Suns are going to be uh, major contenders, whether they do or don't get Kevin Durant. So certainly the West is looking really, really loaded. Uh, obviously, they're going to have to go through some of those teams to get back, uh, you know, to the title, and then, uh, you know, presumably have to face, you know, either Boston or Milwaukee, um, you know, if, if seating holds in terms of, you know, who the expected uh, favorites are going to be going into the season. So, uh, obviously, a lot of parity um, and certainly a wide open, uh, you know, championship contender pool. You know, when you look at next year, uh, I think obviously, you know, with some of the teams I named, you probably have, you know five to eight really, really strong contenders, um, you know, for teams that I wouldn't be surprised who could win the championship. Jeff Benson is our guest from Circus Sports here on Unnecessary Roughness, Raider Nation Radio 920. Now, Jeff, on Monday, it's the 4th of July, obviously, and so what happens on the 4th of July is the hot dog eating contest. One, I think it's disgusting, but I watch it every year. Joey Chestnut wins every year as well. He's dominating. I think he had 76 hot dogs he ate last year. Is, at this point, is there any money that you can actually win on Joey Chestnut, or is he just such a favorite that, that you, it's not even really worth betting anymore? Yes, uh, it's kind of unfortunate that uh, you know there is money to be won, but it can't be won in Nevada because uh, the Gaming Control Board doesn't, uh, doesn't uh, give us the approval to book uh, the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest, so it's oh. only something we can throw up uh, in, in Colorado, which is where we also operate, but... Uh, We'll certainly put up some hot dog eating matchups, uh, and then uh, you know the odds to win both the men's event and the women's event uh, with Joey Chestnut and Nico Sudo, uh, presumably uh, going to be the favorites in both events. Um, so yeah, unfortunately, it's something that uh, Nevadans can't bet at this time. Uh, but you know we're we're, we're certainly still going to put it up, uh, obviously in Colorado where it's approved. But uh, you know what you alluded to, it's a it's a fantastic event to watch. You know, when you're having a you know uh, you know a barbecue in the backyard, you got your friends and family over. Uh, certainly a fun uh, event to watch, and you know, as gross as it is, uh, you know, there's certainly uh, you know some betting opportunities uh, to be had. Uh, you know, for anybody who's interested in that stuff. Yeah, Jeff, UFC 276 is tomorrow at T-Mobile Arena. 
And I'm looking at some of the odds here in the main event. You've got Israel Adesanya. He's minus 380 against Jared Cannonier. He's plus 310. But one of my questions for you about the UFC, is it a good sport to parlay bet on? Because I think, hey, man, if you take like three fighters and you're sure they're going to win, do you see that type of action when it comes to UFC people going bigger on parlays? Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I usually tell people to stick clear of parlays. You know, for me, I'm, I'm you know, typically betting straight bets. Um, but I, I would say, you know, if you are going to bet a parlay, you know, make sure that each leg of your parlay, um, you know, is, is, you know, plus expected value uh, and that, you know, each of your legs, um, you know, you think you're getting a very good price relative to what's out there in the market. Um, you know, currently we have Israel Adesanya at minus 510 here at Circus Sports. Uh, you know, we think, you know, he's a presumable heavy favorite versus Jared Cannonier. Uh, but this UFC card, UFC 276, uh, pay-per-view, shaping up to be a fantastic, fantastic event. Obviously, the two title, two title fights, um, you know, are going to be headline names um, and, and great fights. And, you know, like I said, the, the card from top to bottom is, is really, really good. So, you know, if you're interested in watching it, uh, you're more than welcome to come down to the D and Bar Canada uh, we'll be showing the pay-per-view portion, um, you know, at uh, Bar Canada when, with, when the doors open at six o'clock. Uh, it'll be a hundred dollars a head, you know, for an open bar and things like that. So, uh, if you want to get out, enjoy the holiday weekend, come out and, uh, like you said, you know, watch a great UFC card. Uh, we'd love to have you down at Bar Canada. Yeah, no, good spots to go check out some action. Uh, what else do you have? Do you have any other specials going on? Any kind of events that you? I know in the fall for football, you guys always have some big events that you have going on. Yeah, so uh, obviously it's been a, you know uh, you know maybe four to six weeks here since we announced the launch of our football contest. Uh, we bring back circa million uh, for year number four, and then circa survivor for year number three. So. $6 million guaranteed in each contest for a guarantee of $12 million between the two contests. Um, each contest is $1,000 to enter in the Circa Million. Uh, you're picking uh, five games against the spread every week. And then in the Survivor Contest, it's a traditional Survivor Contest in which you pick one uh, team to win each week, and then you can't use that team again. Uh, both contests are no rake, meaning it's 100% payback to the players um, and all the details. Uh, in regards to the rules, uh, you know, sign-ups um, and anything like that can be found on our circusports.com website. Uh, you're more than welcome to come down to any one of our five properties, sign up for the contest, uh, and obviously, uh, you know, root on your bets uh, and your selections as we roll into football season here, uh, you know, for any contest players. You know, I think it's the two best contests in the world. Um, a great chance to, to really, you know, put your uh, your money down and, you know, have some really life-changing prizes on the other end. So we'd love to have people come down, uh, you know, to Circle Las Vegas or any of our other properties, you know, ask questions, get signed up, uh, and really get excited here for the football season because uh, we think it's going to be, you know, a, a big, big deal. There it is right there. Jeff Benson from Circus Sports with us here on Unnecessary Roughness. Jeff, thank you so much, man. It's glad to have you back, and uh, we'll be talking to you soon. Sounds good, Q. Have a great rest of your holiday weekend. All right, you too, brother. There he is, Jeff Benson from Circus Sports. Does a fantastic job. Great breakdowns right there. And I did not know that. I did not know that uh, the hot dog eating contest was not uh, was not approved here in Nevada. And so that's that's a little nugget that you learn. You know, you learn these things. Sometimes you got to be learnt, right? And uh, Jeff helped us be learnt right there. So definitely appreciate Jeff 
from Circus Sports. You can find him on Twitter at Jeffrey Benson. One, two, that's Jeffrey Benson, 12, if you're looking for him on Twitter. Let's go ahead and hook something up. We've been giving out tickets all week long. Money in the Bank, we've been hooking that up. Summer League, we've been hooking that up. We have a four-pack of tickets right now to Summer League. DeMond mentioned it when we were talking to Jeff. We got a four-pack of tickets to Summer League. You want to go see the young, some of the young, young stars, potential young stars? We've got your action right now. Hit us up, 702-365-9200. Caller number nine is what I'm looking for, 702-365-9200. Caller number nine for a four-pack of tickets to go see Summer League starting on the 7th with Raider Nation Radio 920. Hey, Raider Nation, this is Bruce Buffer, and you're listening to Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Here's your boy Q. 421 is the time here on Unnecessary Roughness. Raider Nation Radio 920. Been going fast and furious on today's show. Definitely appreciate all the feedback we received. Sam and Ash text line at 69187, keyword R&R. Also the Raider Nation listener line at 702-365-9200. Coming up at uh, 430, Bart Gallia, Las Vegas Soccer Club. He's uh he, you're gonna hear the conversation we had earlier today. Again, it was so funny if you're just tuning into the show. I actually called Bart just to get some information about what he has going on. They have a fundraiser going, trying to uh, get some funds for his his soccer club that has been doing some really big things. Man, they went to Boise, won, went to Dallas, won. You know, trying to go to Orlando and win, doing some things that have, is unheard of here in Las Vegas on the soccer scene. And I'm not a big soccer guy, but I understand that there's a lot of folks that. One, love the game of soccer, and two, it's a youth sport, and I'm down for anything that has to do with the youth, and there's people that are trying to lead the, the youth in our community in the right direction, and that's exactly what Bart's doing. So it was a really good uh, conversation that we ended up having. So I, I told him, I said, hey, man, uh, I'm, I'm going to make sure that this is on the radio later on in the show. I want to make sure that people hear this and, and hopefully can help out uh, in a major way and help these young, young folks get to where they need to go and compete at the highest level. So. That's coming up at 4.30, but I definitely want to hear from you at 702-365-9200. I also want to give a big shout-out to JC. He's a winner of tickets for the, for the Family Four Pack of Summer League tickets going on at the Thomas & Mack Cox Pavilion as well. Uh, this starts on the 7th. That's coming up next week. And, of course, Raider Nation Radio, we will be there broadcasting our shows live. Uh, you'll hear JT the Brick out there. You'll hear myself out there. Our, our sister station, ESPN Las Vegas, will be out there. A lot of us will be out there representing and I uh, can't wait. I uh, always love some summer league action. So shout out to JC, who's going to be a part of that. Let's go out to the phone lines real quick and talk to our guy, ABA Ivan Davis. Welcome to the show. What's on your mind, my man? How's it going? Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. Um, let's see. The food would be <laughs> banana pudding. Ooh. There's a big bowl of banana. I could probably eat two, three bowls of banana pudding. Okay. Okay. Uh, that would be uh, everything else would probably make me throw up or something that's too much food. <laughs> like right. I'm, I'm more like you and as far as the most underrated uh well it's gonna be whoever that other wide receiver is not named uh Devontae adams renfro waller okay because they're going to be sitting wide open i mean they got they're gonna have to give something up okay and that's and that makes sense that reminds me of remember when they had jerry rice and uh tim brown yeah, how the year Porter had. Yeah, that's what I think. That's that's going to be open 
the majority. If I was a, if I was that third wide receiver, I'd be beyond excited. Like you, I know you can't guard me, so just, just okay. let me go. And so that's all I have, my man. I'm sure you got millions of calls waiting. So you have a happy fourth. What's up, Demond? Happy fourth, man. Eat some cue for me. <laughs> thank, thank you. He's going to eat some wings, ABA Ivan Davis. He's a, he's a wing connoisseur. He's a guy who thinks he can eat, what, 50 wings in about 10 minutes? Is that what you're looking at? Ah, uh, man. I mean, if Joey could do, uh, what was that, like 182 in 182, 30 minutes? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could do 50 in about 10. Yeah. No way. Like, no way. I know you ate them pretty fast when we were at the Oyo. I know you did do that. But I don't remember you. Not 50 You give in me 10 an empty minutes. stomach. You give me an empty stomach. You know what I mean, and I'm telling you, that's all I, I need. I might have to challenge you to that. I like I don't know I don't know what it is my for some reason I feel like my stomach has shrank as I got older I like to eat pizza I used to always be a big pizza fan I'd always eat as much as possible and now I get a couple pieces of that Grimaldi's pizza and I'm like all right I'm done I don't know what it is man because it doesn't look like it's real thick or anything so I always think that I'm gonna eat like four or five slices and then I get about three slices in I was like well all right I'm a little full now I don't know what it is man maybe it's just me but there you go. It happens. So I'm not I'm not breaking any records in anything. I like tacos. I like nachos. I like pizza. I think I'm pretty common. I would I have know. to see, like, I'm going to have to watch maybe some of maybe like these wing eating competitions and see how they're making them. Are they watching them clean the bone? And also like the technique, you know, because I don't know if my technique would be that good. Maybe that would slow me down. Oh, yeah. I know your technique. You, you don't have the technique. You know, like like Lester Hayes has, Hayes says, you know, technique, technique. You gotta have the technique. You train your body, train your brain. That's what you gotta do, Demon. You gotta train your body and train your brain. Speaking of training, there's a soccer club here in Las Vegas that's training their bodies, training their brains, and they're winning a lot. You're gonna hear the conversation with the head coach Bart Gallia coming up next here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to Unnecessary Roughness. Here on Raider Nation Radio 920. I'm going to have to kick you, you know what, today. Here's your boy Q. 4.30 is the time here on Raider Nation Radio 920, Unnecessary Roughness. Damon Cotton back in the Finley Cadillac Performance Studio, your boy Q. I'm at the home studio. And earlier today, and I, I really like to what I call super serve the community because we are part of the community as part of our duty, as part of our job to make sure we take care of whatever community we're in. So that's what we're in. We're in the people serving business here uh, on Raider Nation Radio 920. And really every radio station should be very active in the community. And so earlier today I called Bart Gallia and he is the head coach of the, uh, the Albion soccer club here in Las Vegas. And I'll be the first to tell you, I don't know a lot about soccer. So I'm not even going to try to front and act like I do. So I called him to get some fact-finding information on what his soccer club and his team has been doing because what I was told is they're doing some really good things in the area and their, their story needs to be told. So I called him, and I missed his call. He called me. I missed his call. He, we, we were missing. We were playing phone tag back and forth. And then finally when we got on the phone, he started telling me the story of what was going on and what they were doing, and I was getting this information so I can do an interview, like a, a, a formal interview like I normally would do with anyone else. But he was telling the story so well, I didn't want to mess it up. I felt like, you know, there's certain times where you're doing something, you're like, you know what, this will never be – you can never do it as, as well the second time. 
So I thought, and I told him even at the end, like, hey, I'm going to run this. This is really good. It's very informative, and I think this is what it's all about. So this is our conversation that we had earlier. Again, Bart Gallia from the Albion Soccer Club. Uh, they're doing some really good things. They've been winning, winning, and winning. But this is how it started off, just me asking them, what exactly is going on? What are you guys doing right now? Yeah, so what what it is and what's so crazy about this is is we're actually we're able to play in two completely different soccer platforms. Okay. Which is un, which is kind of unheard of sometimes um for most of the time, but we 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 play in a in a, in a league and it's a national league throughout the entire country called the Elite Academy. And it it consists of some of the best clubs and best teams in the country and it's called the Elite Academy. And we won our league which was made up of it's made up of Nevada, Utah, and Arizona. And so since we won our league, there's you get an automatic bid to the national championship tournament. And that was in Dallas, June first through the fifth. And uh, we end up going there and it's the top sixteen teams in the country qualify for it. So throughout the entire United States, the top sixteen made it to that national tournament in the EA and we went there and won the whole thing. Wow. Wow. That's, that's, that's incredible. And that's something that's just not, not happened very often. Right. As, as like I said, I was doing some research Correct. on it and yeah, this it, just doesn't it, happen. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it just, it's, it's pretty special whenever you can win a national championship in anything. We know that. Right. Any sport, any, any platform. Now, not only did we do that, but then because the scheduling worked out and, and our state being, it's not a huge soccer state, meaning it's not a ton of, it's not a huge state like Southern California, Northern California, Texas, mm-hmm. even Arizona. They, they have quite a few more players. Um, but we were able to enter our normal, what they call U.S. Youth Soccer, the National Championship Series, which starts with your normal. you got to win your state championship. You win your state championship. Then you go off to regionals because there's four regions. And if the state, the country's broken up into four regions. That's what we just got back from. Region four is ours, the West region. We just won regionals, which is made up of the 14 Western state champions of 14 states. The best teams from each of those states go to regionals. It was hosted in Boise. That's where we just got back from Sunday night, and we won that, which was – it's a task. you got to win six games. you got wow. your three bracket games, got your quarter semis, finals. And we beat Cal North, um, Santa Clara Sporting Ruckus, uh, in the final. So that was a, that's a great, great accomplishment. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And and the thing about it is that's a lot of traveling right there. And so that would go into the reason why uh, you really need to get this fundraiser thing going as well, because this is a lot of traveling that you guys are all doing and and a lot of games being played and a lot of opportunity here for your team. Absolutely. One hundred percent. So that that's the main goal is we're doing this for the kids to showcase the kids. You know, we got 12 of our kids out of the 18 are going on and playing uh, collegiate soccer at some level. So, you know, that, that that's the main, that's the, the, the purpose. Obviously, there's so many things involved with sports and youth sports. And I know everybody thinks they're going to be the next professional, you know, Michael Jordan. And that's just not the case. <laughs> right. But at the same time, just life lessons. We all look back at our, our teams and this and that. And these club teams, these kids have traveled, have traveled. We have been to California several times. We have been to Arizona several times. Mm. We've been to Utah this year. We've been to Texas. We've been to Florida already. We had to go play in the uh, Winter Showcase, a national event for the EA. We won that whole thing back in December. We had to go to Tucson in March to play in the Spring College Coaches Showcase. We won that whole thing. 
So these kids, have, you know, they travel all over the country together. They're building lifelong bonds. I mean, these kids will be friends for life. I mean, I, in 1990, and I don't know how long you've been around Vegas, but in 1990, we call it the glory year because that's the year the running Rebels won the national championship in basketball. Right. But in 1990, I played on the first boys' soccer team that ever won a regional championship and went and played for the national championship as a player myself. Nice. Nice. And I still got those balls. I mean, you got guys like Justin Finley, the Finley family, Finley Automotive. Justin was on that team. Him and I are still great friends. Jeff Canarelli, his family owned American West Homes here in Vegas. He was on that team. Him and I are still you know, great friends. I mean, you got guys around town that, I mean, it, it's lifelong relationships. Right. Because, we, you know, we grew up playing this, you know, this club youth soccer traveling all over and doing this stuff. So it's just a great experience for these kids, man. It's just you know, the, the, the lessons they're learning for life, hard work, dedication, commitment. You know, there's not everything perfect for yourself individually, but it's about a team. You know, it, it's, it's just you can't replace those things. And uh, these kids have had so much success this year and they're great kids. But the bottom line is you got kids that flat out cannot afford to pay for everything. Their families just do not have it. So we got to get out there and kind of pound the pavement and, you know, ask for some support, ask for some help. Right, and that's nothing wrong with asking for some help and some support from the community. And so I know there's a GoFundMe out right now. Uh, what's the information behind it to try to get uh, some funds raised up for the team? So if you want, I am I can text you the actual GoFundMe account if that helps where you can actually look at it. Okay. If, if you want. Yeah. I'll forward you some pictures, and I'll also forward you some, some you know, some the GoFundMe direct or direct thing so you can look at it yourself and say, okay, um, because it's, it's listed under Albion. Uh, soccer um, national championship just and it kind of I, I wrote a little thing up saying you know help, help us go win a second national title right you know help us create help us create history because we've had teams believe it or not there's been teams from Vegas you can count them on maybe two or three fingers that have won a national championship um, yes. but nobody's ever trying to do what we're doing playing in these multiple platforms and winning you know it's hard enough to win one or even qualify to go to regionals you know but to to win you know, two national championships in the same year, especially at the level of these kids, you're playing the best kids in the country. Right. You know, it's just pretty cool. No, that really is. And, you know, Bart, I, I always talk to high school football coaches and, and, and you know, I, I've been here in Las Vegas for a year, but I came from Texas. And so Texas high school football oh, was always so huge. Right. And so huge, I, yeah, huge. I get it. <laughs> exactly. So, I, you know, what's crazy is I grew up, my, my dad's a foot was a football coach at the high school and college level. So oh, I grew up then as you a know. coach's son. <laughs> yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I know about Texas football. I mean, it's, probably one of the between texas and florida you guys are like just ridiculous with it i know i know texas is crazy i just see some of the just getting back from dallas and seeing some of the stadiums for high school football right. you're like what the heck <laughs> right exactly so i wanted to ask you this because this is something i always ask the high school football coaches is you know what does it mean to you to be a coach and coaching the youth because it's more than just wins and losses and of course they win in national championships and winning soccer matches is fantastic but it's also you're a father figure you're a best friend you're a mentor you know you're that 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 guy that they can lean on when something's going on at home or whatever i mean it, it's more of of a responsibility when it's the youth than it than it is like in college or or even in the pros life lifelong relationships now that i've done this for for quite a while i look back at the guys including my own dad that were mentors to me guys that i watched you know put the time in to help you know me as a player 
and now that I've done this for a, quite a while, it, it's just a, it's it's to see the relationship that 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 grows and what happens with the youth. I mean, like you just you just hit the nail on the head. These guys come to you when they believe in you and they trust you and they know that you got their best interest at heart, even though you might be chewing their tail off, right. you know, at practice or getting on them or challenging them. It's only because you want the best for them. You only want to see them give the best and show their best. And these relationships, I mean, we have players, I've been to weddings, I've been to baby showers, I've been to things that it's over and over because of the relationships that you build with these, these, these young men and these families. And you see the importance now that you get older, you're like, these guys come back to you and, and, you know, Hey coach, I appreciate when you did this and this for me, I'll never forget it. Or, Hey coach, you know, I don't have a bunch of money, but I want to donate a hundred bucks to the team for, I remember when you helped us and we did that, you know, went to the nationals or went to regionals Mm -hmm. and you just kind of see the role you play. And I guess I'm kind of used to, I watched it as a kid growing up with my dad. Right. I always had the football guys and coaches and, meetings and things going on but you play such a huge role in these kids lives and sometimes you don't even realize it until later on oh you're exactly right my man and that's the cool thing about it that's the cool thing about coaching and being a part of the youth and being part of the community so bart we definitely appreciate you uh continue to update me on what's going on with the team the the albion uh, las vegas boys soccer team and we'll continue to get the word out my man i definitely appreciate it i appreciate you calling me thank you sir there he goes right there, Bart Gallia, Albion LV Boys Soccer Fundraiser on GoFundMe. You can check it out right now, GoFundMe.com. Again, Albion Las Vegas Boys Soccer, second national championship run. Uh, he's asking to help them get to Orlando, Florida. The goal is to win two national champions uh, championships on two different soccer platforms. Uh, they've already won in Dallas. They won in Boise, trying to get to Orlando right now. And there's 14 to 15 people have donated. There's about three or four people that donated during that interview. So uh, very, very uh, thankful for Bart for what he's doing in the community with the youth. Also uh, appreciate him for giving me a few minutes of his time earlier today. And uh, just thought that, that was a great way to kind of put a bow on the on the week and, and head into the 4th of July weekend. So we're going to wrap up the show a little bit early. We know we got uh, Aviator uh, Baseball coming up next. So, uh, yeah, have a great weekend. Enjoy your, your 4th of July weekend. Do what you do. Do it safely. Remember, there is no uh, Raider Nation Radio 920 live shows on Monday as we'll all be off celebrating and uh, acknowledging the 4th of July and doing what we do. So uh, be safe, safe out there. Demond, great job all week long. Definitely appreciate you and appreciate all the feedback that we received throughout the course of the week on the phone lines, the text lines, and uh, all the guests that we've had as well. So have a great weekend. Do what you do. Be safe. We'll be back on Tuesday here on Raider Nation Radio 920. Good night. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it, Q. Um, good to see you.